Our plant isn't straight. Neither are we, so that's fine. <laughs> I think I'm gonna name him Fred Philip. Or Fred Phil. Phil Fred. Phil Fred. I hope Fred don't uh, doesn't fall over <laughs> during the podcast. Listen, that bitch rolled onto the fucking streets today. I was trying to get into the tram and I put stuff in my bag and I placed it I placed it on a seat, an empty, and it just fell over and rolled on the streets and I was like, okay. Fuck. I'm going am I going to hit and run because of a plant? Yes. <laughs> yeah, no. Very much alive. Yeah, you and the plan made it here safely. <laughs> <laughs> Ever wondered what will happen if a semi-stable scientist, one a lab explosion away from being a supervillain, teams up with a caffeine-addicted screenwriter ready to fight the system? Well, buckle up, buckaroo, because we're about to dive right in to the madness of trans-dimensional travels. Take a seat in the front row as we take beloved movies from this dimension and pitch it with a completely different genre, thus creating a whole new classic. Hi, I'm Mels. And I'm Professor Lita Marshi, and this is In Another Reality. A transdimensional journey exploring beloved stories in another universe. Imagine mad scientist meets Starbucks screenwriter. So, basically, we take a beloved movie from this dimension and pitch it with a new genre in another one and create a new plot. Exactly, that's what we do here in the, I don't know... A lab, pitching room, a mix of both. Yeah. <laughs> Studio. Studio. <laughs> all of that. All of the above. Yeah, it's our evil scientist slayer. Yeah, what is happening at the moment in our lives? Yeah, I'm having finals. That's that's still a thing that's happening. That's still a thing that stresses me out. In like 10 days, I think in exactly 10 days, yes, uh. I have to... Um, Upload the concept for the video I have to produce for my finals. That's like uh, part of the whole thing. There's something where you like just like have the usual finals where you get like some kind of like, I don't know, different um, problems, questions. Yeah, question was the word I was looking for. <laughs> Solutions <laughs> to find. Yeah, I get different questions about like different topics and then um, I got another one where I have to be in a room full of other people and do some practical work on the equipment, which I'm not looking forward to, but that doesn't exist for me right now because if I focus on that while I have to finish the concept, I think I would be just like in a corner screaming Right now, I'm just thinking about doing that. I'm not actually doing it. So, yeah. <laughs> that is what the inside of my head looks like at the moment. That's that's a, that's a great mood, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be in hospital in 10 days. <laughs> yeah, so uh, what we're trying to say is we're doing great. <laughs> yeah, we're doing we're doing amazing. I'm worried I'm gonna break down during the recording because I don't get enough air because I had a new flare up and yeah, 
having lungs is apparently something really difficult. But yeah. <laughs> what I did this <laughs> deep breath. I was scared that you need to uh, cough again, but it's, it's okay. We're we're doing great. We're just gonna take it slow. Yeah. Take a lot of deep breath. Oh God. Um. Yeah. No. What I wanted to say was um. The last few times I wanted to bring pens I bought like a month ago or something. I wanted to bring them to the recording because I thought I was like, oh my God, those are for the podcast. And then I forgot every time. But this time I remembered. I forgot that I remembered and was surprised when I opened my backpack just now. <laughs> but I remembered. <laughs> so I'm going to get them. Pants. <laughs> also, I need to point out the earrings Mouse's wearing at the moment because they are all non-binary masters of the universe earrings like they're the they are saturn earrings and i'm hyping yes actually pointed that out on twitter i made a post on twitter with like our own merch check <laughs> <laughs> because i'm wearing the kite spy carrot uh t-shirt yeah. and earrings on brand also check so if you follow us on twitter oh. you already know <laughs> But yeah, no, I saw those pants in like Teddy or something and I was mm. like, okay, no, those are perfect. First, the one that doesn't have to do as much with the podcast, but just like it's a wipe for yours. It's basically <gasps> like an ace dragon oh one. Oh my God, it's a fucking ace dragon. Oh my God. It's, uh, it's purple, it's silver, it's black and it's, oh my God, it's epic. It's the most ace dragon and it writes black. Yeah, not sure how good those things are writing, but like they look amazing for sure. They are great for um for artworks. I love them for artworks. Oh my god. I'm in love. So and then the other two are like the podcast ones. Unfortunately they didn't have like a T Rex. Oh but it is one unicorn <laughs> for me and like a dinosaur for you, oh even god. though it isn't a T Rex. Oh my god. Um it's it kinda is a mutated version. Oh, it's an Allosaurus. Did you know that the T-Rex got its uh, status declared, uh, declined? There are now apparently three different races of T-Rex. One is called the T-Rex, the other one is T-Regina, and then there's a third one, which I did not remember. Because through the um, development evolution of T-Rexes, they started getting slimmer, and the slimmer ones, they are called T- uh, they are called Regina Rex, something like that. Uh, T-Regina or something, I don't know. I read that and was really mad because a T-Rex is a T-Rex. Do not come with, do not come with me. <laughs> I mean, it was a great article, but it got me so mad. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, no, we... Uh, yesterday, we talked uh, how great it would be to have, like, if, like, t- like dinosaurs came back, but, like, in the, uh, like, as, as big as, like, dogs are, so you can have them as, like, pets. And uh, we talked about that. <laughs> and um, then my my one coworker, who's really, really cynical and uh, stuff pointed out that then there would be overbreeding like with dogs. <laughs> and that like, where if you have like a T-Rex, the arms would be even smaller <laughs> until they aren't ones. And like the snout is getting so big that like their, their head can't support it anymore and stuff like that would happen. Uh, so yeah, he ruined that for us, but it was a great conversation till then. <laughs> excuse, excuse me, I would have to. I would have literally ten different types of raptors. Like, I would have a tiny Velociraptor. I would have like fifteen T Rexes, which beats the point of having ten. 
Yeah. But okay. I would have a pterodactyl because pterodactyls are amazing. And I would use pterodactyls as like a means of transport. Like I would have two tiny bit bigger but pterodactyls, not really mini form, who would just carry like a swing or something and they would just carry me everywhere. So you're going to be like a gay dinosaur Santa Claus? Yes. I mean, I'm the I'm, I'm basically the Axeman, but with raptors. All right. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> oh, thank thank you so much. I am in love with those babies. Ah, they are so cute. And you gave me stuff to stim with, which sorry editing mouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, I'm so glad I finally remembered oh. because uh yeah, I bought them a while ago and then always forgot. But here we are. All right. Um Do you have anything else for like housekeeping? Um, uh, not, r not right now because I have no idea about the date from the show. Um, yeah. <laughs> But uh, that is, yeah. I mean, we can edit it in if we know. Yeah, I mean, I'm. Uh, there's a poetry stamp happening in Stuttgart at some point. And it's about disability and being visible with disabilities. As you might know or might not know, um, I have Asperger's. And <laughs> general other disabilities. <laughs> But yeah, they aren't that important. And there's a poetry slam happening um, for people for people with disabilities, mental or physical. And they are poetry slamming about stuff. Yeah. And I got... Because Lito wrote something amazing, he is able to perform it there. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be so amazing. I'm scared. <laughs> I mean, understandable. But, but yeah, I mean, it's a bit weird because I mean, I'm allowed to perform in English, but I have to write a German translation. I wrote, kind of started doing a German translation. And the problem is I'm doing so many inside things, which you can't translate into German. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's hard. I get that, but no, I'm I'm confident that it's going to be amazing. And as soon as we have like infos yeah. or a date, we're going to tell you yeah, what's up with that. Gonna be a live stream of it, but obviously you can find it then on YouTube if you want to. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. we definitely gonna give you all the informations. Uh, awesome. Yeah, other than that, I don't think I have anything. We have snacks from the amazing Hannah here. Yeah, from America. They are hippies, natural vibes. I'm really looking forward to try them. I have to say, the bag is, is even more empty than a fucking lace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bags uh, from snacks is a thing for itself. So, yeah. Yeah. But so. no. Thank you very much, kiddo. I'm looking forward to try them and looking forward to send you summer parcel. I've already spotted some stuff. Awesome. Okay, you're bringing the movie today. You're bringing the movie today. No, no you're bringing ah, the movie first. Fuck. I mean, we're both bringing a movie because uh. we always <laughs> record two episodes. But usually to goes first because... I'm ending the recording sure, and sure. then you're going and we had the whole we have to record in the right order or everything is fucked thing. So 
Here we go. I hate this medication. It makes me so fucking woozy. Okay. Um, woozy is a great word. I, I it's the only word I'm going to use to describe my <laughs> <laughs> my general well-being. <laughs> okay. So I prepared, obviously, with mentally I prepared for bringing my chauffeur right now. So I need to get... <sighs> I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me today. I'm blaming it on medication. Okay. Have you any idea what kind of movie it's got? It, it is. Uh, no, I, 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 I thought about it, but then I didn't have enough brain space to think more about it. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, no idea. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, um, every time I'm having like a mental down or something, I retreat to my favorite movies and my favorite books. Um, and it, because it's like this weird spring time, I always have this thing in spring where I'm very into Jane Austen movies <laughs> and Jane Austen books. So I'm bringing a Jane Austen movie today. That would actually been my only guess that's maybe Jane Austen. Yeah. <laughs> Should have said it. <laughs> but no, make makes sense. That's what I'm trying to say. Makes sense of for yeah. sure. So you aren't wrong with that thought. Um I'm bring my favorite ones. My favorite one, not the favorite. Oh boy, <laughs> multiple movies in one episode. <laughs> I mean, no. I, I mean, I mean, if I would have brought Sense and Sensibility, yes, it would have been multiple movies. Um, so because I want you to actually watch Pride and Prejudice before I'm bringing it on to the podcast. I'm bringing a more or less unknown Jane Austen movie, which is um, the older I get, the more I relate to the characters. Um, it's Persuasion. I've heard of it, but I have no idea what's going on. Okay. Um, note, I'm bringing the 2007 version because the 1995 version is has actors in it, which I really cannot stand. And there, Wentworth is far too old. I mean, I can't stand the actor of him as well. But yeah. So it's a literature adaptation... Um, which took a bit of liberty with the source material, but I'm not I'm not mad for being a bit liberty, having a bit of liberty with the source material. <laughs> We're doing great today. We're doing fine. Um, so basic plot: we have Elliot, that's the main character. She is spinster, which means she's unmarried, age of twenty-seven who once was engaged to Frederick Wentworth, who was a back then sailor, commando, and they had to break up the engagement because her father was like, you can't marry anyone from the Navy, he's penniless, blah, blah, blah. And the bitch of Lady Lady, Luke? Lady Charlotte or something, I, I watched that movie yesterday. I, I hate this character so much that I'm refusing to remember her name right now. <laughs> um, she, was, uh, she persuaded hence the name persuasion um, and to not to break up the engagement even though it was like true love between of them okay we skip ahead eight years later and Elliot as I said spinster um, she has to move out out of her childhood home Kellynch Hall because her father Sir Walter Elliot got in debt 
and he has to rent the apartment. So yeah, um, their family moves to Bath to set up a new life and something like that. Um, but here comes the twist of fate. Um, it's rented out to the sister, Admiral Croft. Yeah, the sister and Admiral Croft, her husband. Fine. Um, who's like the wife? She's the sister of Captain Wentworth. <laughs> okay, so it's the sister of the guy she was engaged to, to and the husband of the sister. Yeah. Okay, yeah, got okay. it. <laughs> that's, uh, that's the guys who run then. So, okay. <sighs> Here we go. And then visits uh, her sister, her other sister. She has like two sisters or something. Yeah. Um, in uh, Upper Cross. And that she is reunited with Captain Wentworth, who is now a captain and rich because he fights in the Napoleonic Wars. My favorite period of time. <laughs> Whoever knows. Um, and they don't, uh, they don't really talk to each other. It's really awkward. And both of them exp uh, suspect the other guy, the others to be married. And it's all well, very cold. Um, then Captain Wentworth, um, invites like everyone like the whole party like the Musgroves those are the si her sister who got married um to come with them to Lyme um to visit his best friend Captain Barnwell and Captain Bannock Captain Bannock is my boy listen he's my boy because he loves poetry he loves the really gloomy sad poetry and I'm always like that's my boy that's my boy right there <laughs> and he's he's a recent widow Anyways, um, Anne's cousin, Lu Louisa Musgrove, is kind of, is, is a very delightful, young, playful thing, really sweet girl. She's kind of flirty with Captain Wentworth and she has an accident. She jumps from the cop that's like, there's this coastal area and there's this way of walking. She jumps down there and hopes... Frederick, that's Captain Wentworth, would catch her, but he doesn't because, like, she slips and she cracks her head open. Oh, yikes. <laughs> it's a great scene. It's not a Jane Austen story if nobody is near death. Anyways, um, yeah, Anne then tries to take care of her because she's somewhat of a nurse, but is then sent away because her sister is being a bitch. And then Wentworth, Anne and Harriet, Harriet is the sister of Louisa, travel to Louisa's and Henrietta's parents. And Anne and Frederick, do not talk the whole time. Do not talk. Like, I'm like, every time I'm watching this movie, I'm like, come on, talk to each other. Damn, damn it. Talk to each other. Sort out your feelings. Anyways, um, they then bid farewell and returns then to Bath, to her family. And then they, then she meets her cousin, William Elliot, who's the heir to the fortune of her father because you can't, Inherit if you're a woman in that times. I mean, technically, uh, there's an American system where you can, but uh, complicated. Yeah, I see. Not going to explain that. Um, going to ask Mel to link a great video about inheritance down below. Anyways, uh, William Elliot then tries to court Anne Elliot. They are cousins, which is weird, but those were the times. And... Anne is like, uh, I really do not want you. You're weird. And he's kind of a fortune hunter, even though he's rich. But he wants the sir t a title of Sir Elliot, which he will get if he marries Anne. 
Anyways, after a long, awful time of misconceptions of engagement, like Anne thinks um, um, Captain Wentworth is engaged to Louisa, which isn't true because Captain Bannock is engaged to Louisa. And obviously the word travels that uh, William Elliot tries to um, woo Anne. So yeah, anyways, dramatic scenes happen. They run, a really amazing letter happens. <laughs> and in the end, Anne and Frederick share one of the most awkward kisses in the history of Bath. Listen, <laughs> this scene is so weird. It's a weird kiss. I mean, that's the only heterosexual couple I'm ever standing. <laughs> Just FYI, like, I read a lot of Jane Austen and I'm always like, I really can't stand with whom they end up with. I mean, I'm team Darcy and Bingley. And there's a really great book um, where they are a couple. And Elizabeth and Charlotte Lucas are such great couple material. And then, I mean, Willoughby and Marianne, but they don't end up together, which is a shame. But here we go. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just trying to get all the information in my brain because I really have not a lot of ideas about, like, Jane Austen stuff. Yeah. Even though I really want to get into it because, like, I know her work is great and I know yeah. people love her and I know I would love her, but <sighs> me and time and yeah. actually doing stuff. <laughs> I know. Also, um, like, in this movie, in the end... Uh, Captain Wentworth buys Kellen Hall, which is a really nice wedding present. But I remember watching this and was like, that did not happen in the book. I mean, a lot of stuff was obviously changed, but I was just like, how dare they? How dare they change that ending? But the other movie ends with Anne Elliot going to sea, and I'm like, uh... <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, I, I think I need to recap that and see if I, I got that. But yeah, what what else is coming? So that's the end. Okay, like the end good. is them getting together. All right. So the too long didn't read would be we have a woman who was engaged to this guy in the in the navy, but the father was mm -hmm. like, no, he's poor. We also, don't do that. And then there was this bitch. Also, lady, I think her name is Lady Charlotte. I don't remember. And and she got them to break the engagement off. Yeah. And, and then she was being a bitch as well, like now-ish. All right. And then um, the father is in debt and um, lost like his fortune. And um, they decide to, um, I guess, rent out the family estate. Yeah. So they're going to move to Bath. And mm -hmm. then there, the room they want is um, occupied by the sister of the guy she was engaged to and her husband. Uh, no, 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 uh, no, no, um, the tenants. Oh, the tenants. Ah, like okay, I was guys. confused. The guys who, like, rent the... Ah, I got I mean, it. No, okay, I was, the, I was the, confused, yeah. The guys, the guys who move into Calentol uh, are... Ah, okay, I got it wrong. Okay, now no, I got it. The guys who move into the estate are... Yeah. Ah, uh, the sister. Okay, now I got it. Yeah. And then she goes to her... Like, not the sister of the guy she was engaged to, but to her sister. Yeah. And there's the guy she was engaged to. Yeah. Who's now a captain and has a fortune. Exactly, because Charles Musgrove and Captain Wentworth, they are also best friends. He has a lot of best friends. <laughs> okay. And then there's this 
other character, the the young one who slips and breaks yeah. her head open. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because she also tries to woo this captain. I mean, she she's being really flirty and, oh my God, he's a captain. She's like, the, oh shit, you don't know Lydia Bennett. Go on, God damn it. It's like the Lydia Bennett of the story, but not as slutty. It's just like, oh my God, officers. Okay, but the, then she ends up with the other officer. Yeah, he's, he's okay, but with the poetry stand. Okay, but... The, the, the two, uh, I don't have the names down. What's the main character name? The main characters are Anne Elliot and Frederick Wentworth. So Anne and Frederick. Yeah. Okay, so Anne is not speaking to Frederick the whole time, even though they... I mean, they have awkward conversations. They, okay, it's, but it's this typical, oh my God. Nobody talks about their feelings. Yeah, okay, I get it, I get it. Okay, right. But then um, in the end, after their... The cousin of Anne tries to woo her for the title and uh, is kind of creepy. And she's thinking that the other girl, Louisa, was was that the name? Yeah, Louisa is is engaged to Frederick. Because once again, like his sister and her husband are being so cryptic about the engagement. And they they mention Frederick's name and I'm like... Okay, so it's this typical rom-com-y, um, there is a misunderstanding trope. Yeah, wow, that's the first time somebody called Jane Austen a rom-com, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it's just like a romantic trope, but that's often used in rom-coms. Yeah. This, oh, there is a misunderstanding that could be easily solved when two adults talk to each other, but they don't. <laughs> yeah, but there's like nothing funny about it. It's just, it's just agitating yeah, no, no, no. But that's yeah. not what I'm saying. But I'm saying like that's that's a trope that's uh, in here as well. Yeah. S- sad thing is there are so many characters, and I feel like I needed to do a character che- uh, character cheat sheet, but I did not have a printer. And I I already forgot all the characters again. Like I, I have mean, the the main characters I have in mind. There are too many sisters in this story. <laughs> yeah, there are. I I also did not mention one sister because she's just annoying and does How not. How long is this movie? Um, uh, two hours. I mean, it sounded like a lot more when you recapped it. That's why I'm asking. I mean, there's a lot of stuff happening in a lot in a lot of time, and I was I was worried because thing is, I thought like, yeah, there's not really much stuff happening, but they change locations a lot of time. Okay, I'm no idea how this is going to go with my uh, genre, so. If you have the same genre as I'm going to bring later, I'm going to flip tables because I, I have this inkling that it's... You have this inkling? Yeah, I'm terrified. Uh, I mean, this time I'm this time I'm demanding blood, though. I want Lady Charlotte's head. <laughs> oh, no. I don't care if we have to bring in the French Revolution, but that bitch is going to be dead. Okay. Okay, I was thinking, okay, what genre am I going for? And I was thinking and thinking, and I was like, okay, but what the fuck, most genres we had. And then I was like, yeah, but it's not a problem if we already had a genre. That's what's going to happen anyways, right? Oh, no, Leisha is terrified. Okay, that, that, uh, I'm glad because that, that, that does not sound like, oh, it's a genre we already had. We can reuse this. I thought, like, oh, that can't be my genre. Okay. okay, continue. Right. So I thought I'm going to do a throwback to episode one and brought a heist uh, as a genre again. Oh! Um, because I thought, I don't know, periods, uh, drama uh, mixed with heist sounds fun because you don't have the high-tech stuff, basically. Mm. Um, last time we 
put it into modern time and had high tech stuff again. But I think this time we could try to do a heist without uh, modern stuff, which sounds like a lot of fun. Um, quick reminder, if you haven't listened to our first episode where we turn Master and Commander into a heist movie, it is basically um, this typical thing like Ocean's Eleven is like the um, example um, that a lot of people know. There's a group of people who steal something, but like with a complicated plan and in like a, some kind of brilliant way. Each member of the group has like um, a speci- speciali- speciality, <laughs> uh, which helps with the heist. You're usually rooting for the thieves in this kind of movie. Um, and often there's like one kind of plot twist that makes the plan even more mind blowing and brilliant as it already was. Yeah, that is the genre I'm bringing to this um, movie with 10 billion characters, apparently. (laughs) Okay, this is great. So I love the fact that we have two movies set in the Napoleonic War era, which I turned into a fucking heist movie. Like, let this sink in. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, sinking was stuff of the other movie, not this (laughs) one. (laughs) Well, I mean, TBH, I first thought we could do like um, uh, a prequel to Persuasion like what happens in the eight years before Mm -hmm. so it would be because I mean we have all these captains like we have Captain (laughs) we're not on the sea again (laughs) we're stealing a boat again oh no it is happening again (laughs) listen what if (laughs) What if all the captains are just gathered together and they are like a secret spy organization? And Anne Elliot, who... um, Anne Elliot and Charles Musgrove, they are like the undercover police. They have to kind of stop them (laughs) from breaking and and stealing stuff. Like along the way, um, at some point, um, Frederick and, uh, and Anne like catch glimpse of each other and they don't rec- they don't recognize who they are and it's just yeah awkward tension okay so basically we're doing a prequel that i thinking i'm thinking mr and mrs smith kind of yeah that they're um engaged but on opposite side and that's why the father don't want the engagement because he knows they're on opposite sides but she doesn't know that and then there's an operation and she finds out and he finds out and then they break off the engagement because they think oh the other person just did it to use me for like that kind of plan and Mm -hmm. basically the movie stays as it is it continues and this is this kind of awkwardness just sprinkled in with oh i thought you betrayed me or i thought you betrayed me yeah but we're building the prequel to that. Why they exactly? Why they broke off the engagement? Um, even though we are giving the father too much credit, he's a vain bastard, and I—he's an awful character. Um, I feel like Charles Musgrove has to be our key to it because he's the caring character, and he's—he's he's who, who is he? He's the husband of uh, Anne Elliot's sister. Charles wanted to engage originally to Anne, but she was like. She's the husband, not she. <laughs> She's the husband. He is the husband, husband of, of one of ancestors. He's the husband of Mary, ancestor. Yes. Okay. And he's great. He's great. I like him. I'm always really happy when I'm um, having him in my Jane Austen memory. I don't even think I 
took that home with uh, I took that to the new flat. Oh god. <sighs> Moment of silence for everything we lost while moving. Okay, so we need to do teams now. Here we go again with the teams. Here we go again. So we have we have honestly and on the one side we have an Elliot. Yes. Um we have Charles Musgrove, obviously. Yeah, I, I guess we have all the kind of people who are associated with this family, right? Yeah, but oh, they're all terrible. Like, Louisa and um, Henrietta are the only okay characters from that family side. But the problem is they would have been, like, kids. Even though spy kids. Like, tiny, tiny spy kids who do heists. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, here we go. Now, but I mean, they doesn't have to be great to be on our side. I mean, they can realize in the end that both sides were kind of shitty or realize that they're standing on the wrong side. We can have that in the in the plot, I think. I mean, to be age, the Captain Wentworth side is like the only acceptable side here. Let's be real. Because all the characters um, on Captain Wentworth's side, they are also lovable and so... Babies. Havel, that's the other dude. Also, I just want to point out that Jane Austen made a gay joke <laughs> in this uh, in this um, uh, book, which is which sadly didn't make it make it into the movie. Like other great scenes did not make it in the movie. Um, it was a quote: "Oh, I've known many admirals rear and front." <laughs> Uh, nice. If you get it, you are great. Anyways, uh. the thing is, I'm I'm thinking. I would say we have like two. They're they're both thieves and trying to out thief each other. I would say like they're both teams and trying to to steal like maybe the same things all the time and out trying to outdo each other and yeah i mean obviously we can say okay the uh, the team with the with the captain team captain i just <laughs> yeah it's team. <laughs> it's team captain but the other team isn't team iron man um, <laughs> <laughs> i mean i mean i mean i was going to say you can make you can form you can form alloy which is a kind of iron out of an alien but there we go <laughs> Um, but uh, I forgot what I wanted to say. Wait a second. You were team captain and team iron. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, right. I wanted to say that um, we can say that like the team of the captains is doing it for a, a, a like the for king and country. Sorry. <laughs> I want to say it for a good reason or have like a moral or something behind it which makes them. They are privateers, basically. The, the, the side for, like, the side that the, the, the viewer uh, will pick and the other ones are doing it just for the personal gain of the father because he's in debt. Yeah, makes, ma makes perfectly sense. So, what we could do, what we could do, I mean, obviously the captains are all working for the Navy and they do plundering and stealing in the name of the king the whole time during the Napoleonic Wars. Yeah, but that's that's not good. <laughs> Stupid Napoleon. 
it's it's not okay for military officers to just steal and plunder in the name of of the king. We don't like this. <laughs> but it's Napoleon. We do not like Napoleon. Napoleon is our mortal enemy. Yeah, of course we don't like him, but that doesn't mean we can just steal from people. We're stealing from Napoleon. We we are not stealing from Napoleon. Why aren't we stealing from Napoleon? He's right there. I mean, I'm all here for stealing from Napoleon, but we're talking about... <sighs> we are talking about the Napoleonic Wars. There's a war going on. If you take a ship as your prize, then it's your ship. But we're not talking That's about ships. We're talking about stealing and plundering just like regular people. Oh, oh damn it. That's why I was like, that's not okay. That, that If you steal the ships from the enemies, that's fine. Do that. Oh, I was thinking about stealing ships. Oh, okay. okay we can steal <laughs> we ships can as steal, well. We can steal a ship again. Even though, what if um, they break... What if they break in, like, museums? That was my and idea. And return things uh, to the country? What if, if we have thieves that don't steal stuff but return stuff? Yeah. And the other thieves trying to steal the stuff they return. Mm, yeah, exactly. So my my thought my thought was basically our Anne Elliot crew are the Robin Hood team of this. No, but they're not. The father just wants ah, the shit, money. Shit. Shit. Ah, uh, but it would have been uh, you know it, I think the captains are the Robin Hood team and they the good guys of this other team who are just corrupt by the father go to the other team in the end. I mean, what makes... Oh, wow, Charles Musgrove has become the bipolar bitch of this because he's playing both sides. Great. <laughs> because, like, he's best friend with Captain Wentworth. So, hilarious part if Team Captain basically then works for the government but sneaks their way out It's just like, ah, I'm working for the system, but we fuck the system. Yeah, exactly. Like they're officially employed by the Royal Navy, but return, but steal stuff to return it to the country of origins. Exactly, and the uh, crew of the the, the team Iron Man that isn't Team Iron <laughs> Man, <laughs> uh, they try to steal stuff, and maybe. The father tricks them into like, yeah, if I get the money, then I can do good for other people and stuff like that. But in reality, he just wants the money because he's in debt and he's greedy. Mm. That would be my idea. And then um, outside of this, <laughs> we still have just like the Romans and they don't know that they're like on the opposite teams, basically. Mm. And they fall in love and get engaged. And like everyone is hating that this is happening because they know about like that they're basically trying to steal the stuff those guys trying to return. Mm. Or maybe even like, you know, witch dudes just like get stuff from other countries uh, because they think it's their right to do so. Like maybe they're also just doing that and then they steal it from them <laughs> and then they try to steal it back. <laughs> It is one fucking Fabergé egg, and it's just <laughs> trading hands, like yeah, like like nothing. Like basically, yeah. they're just trying to steal the stuff from each other all the time, and they don't know that this like 
she doesn't know that the guy she's engaged to is like on the opposite team and this guy doesn't know either and then they find out and then they're falling out because they find out yeah. maybe they find out because of this 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 lady Charlotte or what's, yeah. what's her name like that she tricks them that they find out that they're on opposite teams because she was scared if they continue uh, today that they eventually will talk about what they're doing and that Anne finds out that uh, she's not doing this for good, but actually just for greed and then mm. leaves the family. So to prevent that from happening, Charlotte decides to set them up so they find out the identity of the other person and they break it off. Amazing. Off with her head. <laughs> she gets exec- she gets she is the only one who gets caught and executed as a traitor. Case closed. <laughs> we can go home. <laughs> I mean, we can just um, end, like, we're doing kind of the prequel, but, like, we're still sprinkling the stuff that happened, like, in the actual movie. So, I mean, we can end the movie with, um, like, the thing they were haunting the whole time and stuff like that, giving her the fault for it, for the disappearance mm-hmm. of it, and then she's kind of getting throat, uh, thrown in, in jail or beheaded for traitorous behavior. <laughs> yeah. Because then they are thinking she stole this prized good or the fortune, to, to give it back to the, to the country and um, but it wasn't her it was like the team cap we're now with the sisters and stuff yeah amazing and I just would love to have Charles Musgrove knowing both sides and just being quiet the whole time because he's just vibing he's just like in the corner eating popcorn yeah <laughs> like like he's he's the silent one every he's a silent resident genius every heist movie needs like he's like, yeah, I'm gonna sit back and just. I know it's time. Yeah, I know shit's up, but yeah. yeah. Let's see how long these two idi- idiots needs to yeah. find out what's actually going on. Yeah. I won't interfere. I just see how it plays out. Yeah. And then maybe when they fall apart, he's like, shit, I should have interfered. <laughs> he's just like getting out. He's getting out of his chair, placing down his newspaper, smacking the newspaper, and just disappears and you don't see him for years and at some point he's coming back and he's like I told you so I fucking told you so yeah um, Henrietta and Louisa they are our kiddos they are going to be the greatest con artists ever because they can be like innocent little girls and distracting as fuck and they listen they steal more stuff than anyone else yeah, I, I can see that for sure. Like, they have... Their, their, their petticoat is really heavy because they just smuggle so much jewelry out of there. And it's just like, oh, you've gained weight. And then she's like... And then she's like, hold on. Pocket watch. Jewelry. Really <laughs> expensive. Really expensive stuff. Like, tiny kid. And you're wondering, how the hell does she manage to do this? And then there's her, sis- uh, her sister... <laughs> carrying some water for, some kind of clock underneath her skirt <laughs> I was like and I got this and they were like wow yeah no, I see I see that I like that a lot uh, and I mean they're going to grow up um, and still be good at it and then they're going to do it for the right side so yeah. uh, that is good to know I'm um, <laughs> I don't know and like you're doing a drawing I'm doing a drawing because I need to um, visualize how the dresses look because um, I don't I'm not sure if you've ever seen Regency fashion probably have seen Regency fashion but not like 
Regency female fashion. No, I'm, I'm having a little bit of an idea how it looks. Like yeah, I mean, so do you have also a bonnet? You can hide stuff underneath a bonnet. I love bonnets. I don't wear them, but I love them. They're so pretty. And I'm really into historical dressing and um, I mainly make gentlemen's dresses. Uh, that's like a typical Regency dress without a spencer, obviously, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's a Regency dress. So it's none of your Marie Antoinette dresses where you could actually hide stuff underneath. But they still managed to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Just imagining tiny Henrietta <laughs> with like a grandfather clock underneath her skirt. <laughs> Great. Great. Yeah. Um, so they're stealing the stuff for... Um, uh, no, what I wanted to ask, how do we bring... I mean, the, 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 the weird cousin who tries to tries to persuade... Um, um, and, like, I guess, I guess he wants to take up the family business again because he's all about fortune and um, uh, wants them to join his side again to, like, steal stuff because he wants to become rich, like... On top of the, I want the title and uh, and. Thing is, um, I'm not turning this drawing into it into a allosaurus. No, <laughs> as a dinosaur wearing a regency dress. No, yes, there is. Am I sorry? No. Um, William, Elliot, and Sir Walter Elliot. They don't talk to each other. They hate each other. They fell out in this time at some point. So. Maybe they fell out because they couldn't decide how to split the the, yeah, the, the, the things they, uh, they stole. stole. Yes, but th it still makes sense that he wants to get the family business going again with the old crew because they were so good. Mm -hmm. But uh, at this point, Anne knows more, and even though um, she still isn't Team Cap because they still haven't resolved all the all the issues. And meanwhile, the Napoleonic Wars uh, towards the end get so hardcore that they all are drafted. Yeah. But uh, she's like, uh, no way I'm getting into this shit again. I've learned my yeah. lesson last time. So basically, it isn't one big heist, but like small, um, smaller heist with like con artists. Yeah. And maybe there is this one big heist of this one thing this family owns and <laughs> refused to maybe give back. Maybe we're actually fucking robbing Napoleon. <laughs> we could rob Napoleon's brother who happens to be resident in Bath at some point because he wants to take the waters we are robbing Napoleon's brother sure we can do that <laughs> Mel's is so done right now <laughs> like absolutely done like what has this anything to do with the story but sure we can do it <laughs> like that's the grand heist at the end before all hell breaks loose Gentle folks, there is now a raptor in a Regency dress. Holding tea. Holding tea. Why? We do not know. <laughs> I'm in between calling the Anne Elliot team Team Bonnet. <laughs> because it would make sense, but Team Iron sounds more fancy. <laughs> or Team Iron Bonnets. Iron Bonnets? I, th I can see that. Probably the dad was like, "You have a guy in there. You can't be called Team Ir uh, Team Bonnets because that wouldn't be right." And then Charles was like, "Ah, throw in uh, throw in iron." <laughs> 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 and 
And then they were like, oh, okay, we are the Iron Bonnets. And then they just looked at each other and were like, sounds kind of weird, but honestly, I dig that. <laughs> okay, we have those two teams. The ones are stealing for good and trying to return stuff. The others steal for gain. They cross path because maybe they stole something they wanted to return. Mm -hmm. So they're trying to steal that from them. We have like a really big heist that both parties try to do, which is the heist of Napoleon's brother. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's maybe that's originally where they got the Fabergé egg from. And then that's that's the egg that's all about that they try they steal from each other the whole time. Yeah, like there was this one big heist which builds up and everyone's like oh excited about, but it was like a kind of a con because obviously that's not the big big heist. It it's just made up to be the big heist, but it happens like in the first half an hour of the movie. And then it's all about oh yeah, who's got the egg now and, and Yeah. Meanwhile, there are like tiny heists happening around where we have our brilliant kiddos doing the most insane shit. Business as usual. Business as usual. And yeah. yeah. And then um, Charlotte sets them up that they found out that they are on the opposite teams. Um, maybe even like with the egg, that the egg is in mm. the scene that they found out and it's all very dramatic and they break up. I mean, the the, the stuff like the... They're getting to know each other and get together and get engaged. It's sprinkled in there. It's just normal yeah. stuff. <laughs> but then they break off. And um, maybe that the breaking off of that has, like, Anne so upset that she's like, yeah, no, I'm no longer stealing. And mm. the captain's also like, yeah, no, <laughs> we're done. And um, then years later, when they cross path again, all the mysteries gets, like, unraveled and they find out what actually happened and um, she finds out that she didn't stole for, for like good and then the cousin tries to <laughs> uh, get the family mm. business going again but like she and her sisters now know what's up and don't do that shit anymore and then in the end they talk it out and they get together again yeah awesome that sounds like a great movie that sounds like uh, that sounds like an amazing movie and you know, guys, what we didn't do? We didn't take a heterosexual couple and turn them into siblings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just wait for it. Next episode. It's going to happen again. Okay. <laughs> then uh, we see you at the pitch meeting. Yes. Hello, ladies, gentlemen, and non-binary masters of the universe. This is the pitch meeting to an amazing movie. And yeah, Lito, take it away. Well, hello there. Welcome to the pitch meeting of Persuasion and Prosecution. Not prostitution. Not <laughs> prostitution. <laughs> Whew, I, I really wanted to say that, but then I started laughing too hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wonderful title. Wonderful work in progress title. Mouse came <laughs> up, but here we go. Regency Arab Britain. A time of romance and war. Two lovers on opposite sides of the law meet and fall apart. Two gangs of thieves stealing more than just art. A tale of betrayal, of hope and lovers' distress. A long-lost prequel to Jane Austen's last masterpiece, Persuasion. Doesn't that sound just amazing? 
And the I'm always amazed how you turn our stupid little rambling in poetic sounding uh, summaries of something. <laughs> I made it rhyme today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um. Awesome. Yeah, we once again couldn't find the budget, so just give us money. Yeah, <laughs> just just give us money, please. Um, also, I'm demanding Rupert Perry Jones to be our Captain Wentworth because he's the only Wentworth. Yes, <laughs> he will not have any discussions. Yeah, give us money. We like this movie. That's the yeah. Uh, I mean, it was a straight-to-TV um, movie for a Jane Austen festival yeah. thingy, so there was no budget, which is great. Um, before we do our normal kush, I would like to shout out an amazing podcast made by two queer siblings called Austen Therapy. Um, they are basically like us, just opposite gender. <laughs> Um, one sibling is, um, they are she, they, both of them, so I'm saying, using the word sibling. One of them is a huge Jane Austen nerd, and the other one, um, has no idea about it. <laughs> and they are currently reading Pride and Prejudice together, and one of the siblings, um, makes, like, assumptions the whole time, and I'm laughing my ass off the whole time. It helps me a lot at the moment to have a good mindset. So I would like to shout out them as well. And then I would also love to shout out um, the YouTube channel, Ali Dashwood, who does a lot of great things as well, Jane Austen related. And there's going to be a link to her um, videos upon persuasion down below, because I feel like that's important or something. I mean, yeah, it's really complicated. I didn't quite get the... the Plot, even though I now made a new movie out of it. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, no, I definitely link this below and um, maybe the podcast if I find something where you can link them. Probably there's something. Apple Pod, there on Apple Podcast. Okay. I haven't figured out how to download episodes so I can listen to it on the train, but I will. I can help you, maybe. <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah, no, uh, those two things sound great. This podcast sounds a lot of fun, actually. It is as wild as ours. Um, so uh, maybe if I at one point know actually the <laughs> Jane Austen books, maybe I'm gonna uh, listen to that as well. Okay, yeah, um, um, as always, um, for updates and uh, episodes and memes and shenanigans, you can follow us on Instagram at jellancher underscore official. On YouTube, just search for jellancher. Last time I said this one wrong. I said it right on Instagram and that wrong on YouTube, <laughs> but you know, it's all linked below. Yeah. Uh, we also have a Tumblr. We are gonna start posting now, hopefully, eventually. <laughs> if this episode is out, we have started posting on there. Hopefully. Uh, it's just in another reality. And on Twitter, we are at inaliaray underscore pot and um yeah we spoke at the beginning a bit about the amazing poetry lito does <laughs> don't shake your head it's right um if you're interested in more uh poetry uh from lito more than just the summaries uh, he does <laughs> you can find those um also linked below or 
just search for J.E.L. Wancher and um, you can find those books on ePubly or just ask your local bookstore about it. Um, yeah, we're also on Amazon, but we're not supporting that, so... Don't yeah. forget to mention Kaufland. Oh, I almost forgot to mention Kaufland and eBay. You can find those there. I'm so sorry. I forgot that. Also, but I think Barnes and Nobles, but I'm not sure if it's off again because there was like a short amount of time where you could buy the books on Barnes and Nobles and I was like, yeah, I've made it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Oh, it's my turn. It's your turn. <laughs> Shit. Um, as always, if you like us, Subscribe, like, review us on Spotify and Apple Podcast. And as always, if you're in the mid of a heist and you for some reason have one of our bookmarks, you can leave that behind at the scene of crime instead of, you know, the treasured art. So, you know, leave a, ni leave a nice note and say, hey, we got your father, Jack, <laughs> but... Here's an amazing podcast you would like you would you need to listen to, and you know the police or whoever investigates a crime would be like, oh yeah, that's that's great. Those thieves have really are really people of culture, have great taste, have great taste, <laughs> and then they're going to be so distracted by the yeah. podcast that they're no longer trying to find out who did it. Yeah, so win-win situation. Here. Maybe we're. Maybe we might be in question, but still. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say. That's maybe, but we don't think about that. Just no, do that. That's no. fine. You know, eat the rich and so on. Tax the rich. <laughs> eat the rich, tax the rich, and refer our podcast that's to the so rich. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be so, oh, this needs to be on the t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Um. Thank you for listening. Um. Yeah. And safe, safe travels. travels until next time. time.